Brendan Vargas, win me over. Should we wear masks? I would say yes. Science is on my side because wearing a mask prevents the virus from spreading to others. You won't kill your grandmother. And we can actually go to movies. Uh, but science also shows that you look slightly dumb. So either keeping everyone else alive, including my grandmother, and I get to go out eventually, or look a little weird. I'm going to go with Brendan on this one. Yeah, dude. Wear a mask, dummy. Wear a mask, dummy. I guess the debates on tap official stance is wear a mask. This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Fellas, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, Already? Got, yeah, I got stuff to do. Oh, what are you doing? My PS5 is at home waiting for me. Oh. And, and my wife. My wife is there, too. She, you know, I'm very happy to see her. But, Did um, you marry your PS5? It was... Listen, my private life is my own life. Please see, this is the future liberals want for America. It starts with men you're marrying cry about men. It, you're going to cry about it, Snowflake? The, the next step is men marrying PS5. <laughs> listen, if I could, <laughs> that what that controller can do? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Talk about haptic feedback, you know what I mean? Give some real good feedback in the bedroom, huh? Adaptive triggers. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, this is a sexually charged uh, robotic episode of Debates on Tap. Aren't they all? It's a podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brian. I am Brendan. And I am not going to marry a PS5. Don't marry your consoles, people. (laughs) The holes aren't big enough. It is. I can confirm... A lot of not a ho- lot of not a holes. A lot of not a holes. Not a lot. A lot of, of not not a lot of holes. Oh boy. Well, what are we drinking today? This looks spooky. Hey, uh, it, it is. It's a it's a seasonal release. I, I'm gonna take this. This can is awesome. Yeah, I love this sticker. I'm. A, I have a little backstory for it. Uh, so this is from Torn Label. It's called The Witch, and it's part of their artist series featuring the artwork of local tattoo artist Danny P. I think she's got a wind horse. I'll have to. Don't quote me on that, but but the art itself was printed at Oddities Prints. Whoa, where you can also f- get printed Hope Clothing shirts. You can find those on HopeClothingKC.com. I was going to ask where I could find yeah. them. Could well, on HopeClothingKC.com. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> you can find your all your favorite uh, designs there. Also designed by local Kansas City tattoo artists. So, very cool, very cool. But yeah, this is uh, the witch. It's a black ale with rosemary, sage, and black currant. Yes. Not to be confused with the Vavitch, the movie. Yes. Which this would probably pair well with that movie. It but, would. Uh, I was going to say the artwork for this that you mentioned so much, Oddities Prince is also selling shirts. I would buy this. I yeah. did, and it I'm going to pick it up so today. Good. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awesome. This looks so good. Wow. And the beer is good. And the beer is very the good. It's like we've good. talked a lot about the can. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the can is phenomenal. But the beer, good lord. It's like a, it's not quite a sour, sour. It's, it's a very sour interesting. Sour punch. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, if you like uh, if you like sour beers or if beers in general, and you like cool ass art, torn label the witch, and also check out Oddities Prints for all your printing needs. This is not a sponsorship, <laughs> but I guess it sounds like it. Could be. Would they print our podcast on vinyl? <gasps> wow, that would be the worst vinyl of all time. They could print little uh, little risograph pictures of we just hand to people, shove them down their mouths. Perfect. 
Oh, you're not wearing a mask? Here's a mask. Bam! Bam! Right there in your face. I watched a YouTube video of a guy who invented a gun that shoots masks at people. <laughs> <laughs> and he, we, te- he tested it on, like, like you know, a head, and uh-huh. it, like, actually worked. And he's like, I don't want to shoot this at anybody. And I was like, <laughs> I want you to shoot that at people. Yeah. If you, like, you could go to any year and go, this is what 2020 is, and it's a guy shooting masks onto people's faces. That would sum it yeah. up very well. Yeah. They wouldn't get it in the 30s. You never know. You never know. Anyway. Yeah, in in the early 1900s, they'd be like, that's a great invention. We should use that. <laughs> oh, wait, we don't need it because everyone's wearing masks already. Correct, correct, correct. Talking about the plague that happened in uh, 1914. Oh, in 2020? Nope. Oh, because there's, there's currently a plague going on right now. So very, oh, history is cyclical. Yeah. And we're all sick. Look, time is a flat circle, y'all. Of this year, sick of this pandemic. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What's sick new, Vargas? This pandemic. Uh, <laughs> what's new? <laughs> what's new with me? Uh, I recently got a TV from some big idiot for fifty dollars. I can't. Check. Oh my I God. Get, why would this, uh, It was a huge TV. Huge TV. So some asshole let you have it for fifty dollars. It was Brendan. Nobody gets the joke. Well, but it was uh, Brendan. Okay. Uh, yes. I, I, I sold I've sold gave Vargas TV because I, I bought a new TV for my PS5, which I will talk about extensively next week. Um, but uh, you were saying your t- old TV didn't work. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> it worked. The problem was periodically. That, yeah, it worked in and out. Uh, yeah, I bought it. The old TV from a hotel I used to work at for it was $50 for two of them. Two TVs. Oh yeah. So I spent fifty dollars, and I so got really two got TVs. a worse deal with Brendan. I did. I uh, yeah. <laughs> so well, if you I, combine ex- your old TV together, it's kind I'm of. I'm expecting the, same the second yeah. TV in the mail. I'm assuming. Yes, <laughs> I will get on that for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it would just like turn on and off kind of randomly, uh, and this new TV doesn't. So big upgrade. <laughs> big upgrade. Very big upgrade. Well, that's, good. That's kind of the news for me. There you go. Good deal. Good deal. Nothing very exciting. Brett, anything new with you? Yeah. Uh, oh, we've oh, already mentioned one to website today, hopeclothingkc.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I believe all of our faithful listeners and any new listeners, they're also aware, or they're going about to be aware of brianissingle.net <laughs> slash dot edu. Slash yep. no na- single Nazis. No Nazis. Uh, anyway, I, I just, I know it's pandemic time, so not a lot of dates are happening, hopefully. Hopefully, I mean, you can do whatever you want, I guess. Sure. You can do a Skype date. You do Skype dates and things, things like that. You're much easier to uh, walk away from those, <laughs> I would assume. It's just a button press. And oh, then... I'm going through a tunnel. Click. Whoops. <laughs> Lost signal. Never going to connect again. But uh, I, I wanted to run a few um, first date questions by you guys. Get a get a yes or we're, no approval. We're big fans of first date questions on this podcast. So, so. I wanted to. I, I just I came up with a few. If I ever if I ever try to date again yes. after this. Uh, and other, if I ever try to other, other, uh, I'll just make, I'll just get, keep getting cats. I don't know. <laughs> or uh, other people can feel free to use these on there. Wait, time out. Yeah, you said you're going to keep getting cats. It's in the it's in the mail. Vargas's you know, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bella is not a cat. She's what she wants to be. <laughs> I don't put her in a box. <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> uh, feel free to use these on your first dates if you're a single listener. Uh, I, I think the, I think you guys are gonna like these. I don't know. I, again, that's why I'm running them by you. So there's just a few here. Right. Uh, so first date question: Are you willing to also date two other grown men and a woman <laughs> named Molly? Is that something you're willing to do? Should I? Is, is that a good first date question? Are you, are you asking me? 
No, I'm just asking if that's oh. a good first date question. Yes, because yeah. you're basically saying we're all packaged together, and my wife yes. is also packaged with because I mean, I'm assuming that while you're asking that, we'll be there. Well, so. I would, yeah, be, in the next, we'll booth. have like a, we'll have mustaches on. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though she's never met us, <laughs> we're definitely gonna have mustaches. Uh, so that that's the first. So good. That's that's a yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. How many dead bodies have you seen? Huh? Should that be? That's a great conversation starter. because it's an listen, I was gonna say because you could ask just the typical like, oh, what do you do? Blah blah. And then suddenly you could be like, so how many dead bodies have you seen? And if she says a lot, that's a that's a red check, flag. That's a right? red flag. And if she's like. What? Then you're like, okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, then, then you write it out. Yeah, you got to pepper it in in the regular conversation to, to weed out the serial killers, okay. right? When you're like, oh, what's your favorite kind of food? What's your favorite TV show? You ever seen any dead bodies? And then she'll be like, oh, I really like spaghetti and Game of Thrones <laughs> and a lot. And you can be like, up. Oh. Oh, I got you. And, and she's re- like, I saw one last night. Oh, shit, shit. The red flags are that she hasn't offered to show me them, right? Sure, man. Mm-hmm. I'll get to the next. What's the next one? Next one. Uh, did you vote for Biden or are you racist? <laughs> I think that's pretty easy. That's pretty cut and dry. That's a pretty, yeah, that's pretty cut right? and dry. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like that one. I'll keep that one. Um, if aliens abducted you, fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. Which hole would you prefer the test be done on? The answer is mouth, right? <laughs> well, how conclusive, well. How conclusive do you want the test? Well. <laughs> uh, that one, I'd probably, that's probably a third. I wouldn't say Third first. Date? I wouldn't say first date. Yeah, question. that's a bedroom question. That, exactly, because then well, you could be like, "So we're still talking first date." You and, know then what you, I mean? and then you go, "Who has two thumbs?" The alien abductor. Uh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, you can you can investigate the holes. Okay, okay. So I'll I'll put that as a maybe. <laughs> that's the joke. I did the McBain thing. Yeah. Uh, only a few more here. Um, <laughs> are you able to tolerate bits? And a quick follow up: Do you know what a bit oh, is? Oh yeah, because then if if she's very clueless on tolerating bits, and she's like. It, her follow-up question could have been, what is a bit? What is a bit? And that's then, exactly when I step in. Boom. Prince Charming. Yes. To explain what, what a bit is. is. You, I'll pull, say, you pull your drill out and you go, this yep. is a bit. I'll say that's a bad first date question because that really should be a pre-date <laughs> question. Like, ah. You know what I mean? That ah. needs to... Hi, I'm Brian. Uh, do you like bits? Uh, right. Do you know what you're a bit right, is? Right, right, right. I was going to say, a bit is probably just as important as who you are as a person. <laughs> To be, I mean, well, re, come on. Yeah, she should, come on. She should know your Bits name. Of, uh, she should know they're an that everyday you're a guy. part of our life yeah. and our hobby here. Like you, this, you, this whole thing. You guys are right. So that's a hard yes. That's, that's a hard, hard yes. pre first date. That is yeah. a pre first date question. It's it's so yes. We're moving it up <laughs> up the gotcha. chain. Don't oh, even say your name sense. is Brian. She's like, hey, yeah. I'm so and so. Who are you? Do you like bits? You like bits? I I let me take, explain what a bit is. Oh, I'm Brian. Boom. Yeah, yeah. That was a bit. That's what you, then you get, ah, you get her with that. That's how you reel her in with comedy. All right. A couple more here. What are your thoughts on the sub Saharans? That's a, well, she won't. That's, well, a, that's I, a niche. I think you guys are going to like this next one. Why oh. are you walking away? <laughs> Those are two very good first date questions. <laughs> and then check, please. Yeah. So I like that. Okay. <laughs> I got, I got some good I got some good answers there. Yeah, I, yeah. Appreciate I, I hope this helps guide you to... Or whoever. Yeah, correct. Because I'm not good. I don't want to go on a mask date, <laughs> and I don't want to have a phone call. Yeah, that'd be tough, man. Dude, I think oh, you boy. would actually really like to have a mask first date. I wanted to see how ugly I am up front. No, 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 no. It's you and like a hundred girls, and you can just weed them out as you go. It's The Bachelor, <laughs> but it only takes like three hours. I don't think that's crowds of more than 10, though. I don't that's, think that's, that's... That's tough sell. That's a tough not sell. on Zoom. <laughs> uh, anyway. Just a lobby of ladies waiting. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, I've been playing my PS5. Uh, I'll have more thoughts on it for next week um, <laughs> because I, I'll have it for a longer period of time. But right now, I'm mainly playing uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is a pseudo sequel-ish to the Spider-Man game from 2018, which I think we all we all loved and enjoyed mm-hmm. on the PS4. Um, it is about Miles Morales, who is the next Spider-Man in the Ultimates universe type of thing, basically. But in the game, it's like this weird, interesting conglomeration of like different Spider-Man stories and tales and universes, which I think is fascinating. Uh, but yeah, th- this the game starts out and you play as Miles Morales uh, a year into his Spider-Man training with Peter Parker. Uh, Peter Parker goes on a vacation with Mary Jane and you are the only Spider-Man in New York City. So you are picking up the slack and it's it's fun it's pretty it's pretty awesome what i've played so far it's it's awesome how how long is it does it include the first game well for like twenty dollars more you can buy the ultimate edition and it includes spider-man remastered which i dove into real fast this morning and oh boy i have thoughts on all that stuff uh how it runs blah blah blah. so uh yeah like you can play spider-man remastered i think only on the ps5 Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, the, but Miles Morales. So it's, it is, a, a it is its game. own it's thing. Not like it's forty nine ninety nine. It is like from everything I've heard, it's like an eight to ten hour story game, yeah. and with all like the typical like, oh, go go and do this like yeah. side stuff and like find the stuff, collectible the stuff. And, yeah. and I will say already, like, I'm not a huge collectible find stuff guy. Like, I'll find a few things that are interesting. This frames it in a way that I think is really interesting, and it's not your typical like, oh, just go to this spot and take a picture of like the building. You know what I mean? It's not that kind of stuff or find this collectible. There is some of that stuff, but you have this, uh, your friend Genki, uh, he has like, he creates an app for you, like a Spider-Man crime, like crime and activity app that you swipe, let like you swipe on and you can find like, Oh, Hey, my cat's missing. Can you help me find him? Oh, these guys stole my car. Can you help me? As well as like, Oh, these guys are robbing a store. Help, help, help. And it's really interesting. It's a really interesting spin on like, just your typical like running around and yeah. you can still do like find that stuff in the world, but it's a very fun, like just use your phone. Like it, you know, miles Morales, he's a teenager yeah. and he, of course he would have his phone on him at all times. You know, cool. I, it's yeah. a really interesting, like spin on that whole thing. And I, I did see uh, confirmed. You can pet the cat. In uh, miles Morales. yes. I, I very early on in the game, there is a cat at a bodega that yeah. you, att- that you go to quite frequently. Uh, there's a mission very early on, like a side mission where you save the cat mm-hmm. and you can indeed walk in that store at any time and pet, pet the, the cat. cat. Let me tell you. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Fantastic game. That's highly, highly recommend it. Uh, and Spider-Man Miles Morales is also on the PS4, so you can play it on that. But uh, Yeah, like a plebe. Exactly. But I'll, I'll have thoughts on, again, whenever we dive into all this stuff deeply with all of our topics for next week, <laughs> I have many thoughts on PS4, PS5, Xbox, yeah. you know, the next generation stuff. But what did we do last time? Me. Um, <laughs> good, good. That's why I was looking at my phone yeah. trying to remember what it was. It's been, pull back the curtain, it's it been, been a minute. It has been a while. Uh, yeah, so last time I had the boys present to me uh, horror remakes, reboots kind of thing. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> now I remember. Vargas, who I picked, and I'm, I'm, I'm up for I'm going to stick with Vargas. Interesting, because Hollywood called me, and uh, <laughs> they wanted they proposed some business. So. Yeah, I think Michael Bay signed up for one. <laughs> I think... Uh, Again, well, well, let me dive in real fast. Uh, so Vargas had the remake of uh, Audition, which is a South Korean t- uh, movie. I, I think it's Japanese. Japanese movie yeah. by, by Takeshi Mike. Ta- Takeshi Miike. Ta- yeah. Takeshi Miike. I can't remember his country of origin right off the top of my head. But uh, but it's about uh, basically he wants to audition and find a wife and things. To put it goes south is very understated, and Vargas had a really 
interesting idea that it was like set in USA with like a movie producer type of thing. And I think turning the, the, the wheels on that would be fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Brian had several uh, ideas. Yeah, bro, as they always say, quality, quantity over quality. Let That's me run say. through all of them. And then his actual idea, which I, I also really like. Brian's first idea was a leprechaun prequel where Jason Siegel kills in the leprechaun world. And it's a prequel to the first movie where the leprechaun comes to our world and starts uh-huh. killing everybody. Judd Apatow is already attached. You got to <laughs> give the leprechaun some motive. Yeah. <laughs> got to have, the, as we've learned from Black Panther, best villains are ones with That's true. good motives. Yep. Seth Rogen is producing. That's right. Uh, his next movie was a comedy of errors from death's point of view where everything constantly goes wrong for him. Poor fucker, man. I know, and which I think, I think there's a there's a lot of there's a lot to that one. Unf- unfortunately, this one's an Adam Sandler Netflix exclusive. <laughs> yeah, but we'd gain a lot of respect for that's death true, itself. very true. And then his true idea was a I know what you did last summer reboot remake. It's the same idea, but it was the idea that the ghost causes them to commit suicide from their grief and their guilt. More of like in line with like Japanese horror movies and horror remakes, which I which sure. I enjoyed quite a bit. This I is think, the Platinum Dunes picture. Yes. But I still think I one I, I rewatched Audition, which I would highly yeah. recommend everyone please watch Audition as as soon as you turn this off, go and watch Audition, find it somewhere. Uh, but Audition is a wonderful, crazy movie, and I think a remake, reboot, like an especially an Americanized one that does it well. Like I think back to Old Boy, then the Old Boy American remake, which was atrocious. Don't do it that way. Yeah. But I think there's ideas there to make it really great and really wonderful. Yeah. Like now, again, I think you could update it. To right. make like fit the current political climate uh, in entertainment very easily. Right, right. <laughs> Let me pose a quick question to yep. you. What's up, Brega? Did you watch Leprechaun or I Know What You Did Last Summer? Uh, no. Huh. I didn't watch any of those. Maybe that's why Vargas still won. So, asterisk. <laughs> hey, fair. Put it, put it on the board. Fair. We'll bury no, Bonds it. Again, I, I really enjoyed Brian's I Know What You Did Last Summer uh, spirit ghosts causing people to commit suicide and grief. And I, I think that's a really interesting idea of like a slasher type of thing, but it's, oh gosh, it's really a ghost. So, very very good idea. I like that a lot. But it's your other two ideas that... You could make it in a frat house <laughs> and it could be I bro what you did last summer. Nah. Bro. Nah. <laughs> nah. But anyway. So this week, what, this are we, week, what are we doing this week? We are putting our sunglasses on at night because I'm looking for the coolest DC character who's not named Batman. Oh, shit. Can we pause real fast? Perfect. Yeah. Robin is not <laughs> named Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you wanted the coolest, not the best not the best and oh. not batman which not batman. i think we're both going to concede right now so what are we doing next time vargas <laughs> okay the coolest if there's a cory hart character in dc you will win oh speaking of my my character's name is cory bart huh. uh, no, okay. uh, i'm gonna pick uh hal jordan the green green lantern, green lantern. see already kind of familiar with him mm-hmm. he is arguably probably one of the most well-known uh, of the of the superhero, especially there have been many Green Lanterns. He is the second Green Lantern. Is He's, that who Ryan Reynolds portrayed? Yes. Okay. Uh, and and basically Noted. like noted. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, very cool, very cool, very cool. Also very cool. hated his own work. Uh, made fun of it in Deadpool, where he the secret scene, like <laughs> in scene where he read the script and Deadpool yeah. shot him in the head. So very good, very, very good. Uh, Hal Jordan is a was a combat pilot who was a test pilot. Um, uh, he has many fun little adventures where he finds a Green Lantern alien and takes over the Green Lantern alien because the big thing about getting the Green Lantern ring is that you have to be without fear. You have to be fearless, basically. And Hal Jordan was the epitome of that. Where He was a fighter pilot. He cared for others. He was a wonderful guy, but he was also a badass fighter. It was like 
like test pilot. Um, as the Green Lantern, uh, he was one of the like biggest and best Green Lanterns uh, who fought with uh, Justice League and everything like that. Uh, he also uh, eventually takes him on a fascinating, uh, really cool uh, storyline where he gets corrupted by an evil force known as Parallax and turns into like a universe destroying monster alien. And then redemptively, he realizes all that is bad and goes on a whole thing like at the end of that where he basically tries to like correct everything that he has done. And he becomes one of the, I would argue, this is again encapsulated with all within Hal Jordan, becomes the specter who is a supernatural yeah. character who acts as God, God's wrathful agent. And he is very much like stands in the background, but he is fucking awesome. Uh, the Spectre kind of looks like that. Ooh, yes. so Green Lantern with a hood. Yes. Yeah. So Hal Jordan's story is is wonderful and phenomenal. Um, I think he is a very cool character. One, I think the idea of Green Lantern itself is a very cool idea. A ring that can construct anything you will uh, to come about it. You know what I mean? And as well as it's a... a uh, alien space force that travels all over the universe. You know, I love aliens. That's right. And I have more to say, but I'll, I'll let my boy Vargas go for a little bit. Green Lantern is fine. <laughs> he's fine. Okay. Yeah, he, he's okay. Do you know what Green Lantern's original weakness was? Yellow Lanterns. Yellow. The color, the color yellow. Color yellow. And, hey, and his, pretty cool that a color <laughs> and his, is... And his ring couldn't affect wood. So well, a number two pencil, well, right to the eye. Now let me ask you something. Hey, he could stop. Has there <laughs> no, ever? He has, can't. <laughs> has there ever been a colorblind Green Lantern? Actually, Grant Morrison created a whole species that had yeah. a lantern that existed completely in darkness, and their their green was like the waveform. It was yeah, like like a sound violet. Like it was super cool. Yeah, because so there are many different types of colors and rings and stuff like yeah. that. And that's what, what I think one of the first conversations Vargas and I ever had was about who do you think would be more powerful? The Hulk with a red ring or something else. Yeah. And I was like Hulk with a red ring. <laughs> yeah. Like Hulk would never stop. Like yeah. it, it was pretty cool. So I'm going to pick a, uh, an entity that's been around in the DC universe since the planet formed uh, the, the swamp thing. Do you know, you know the swamp thing? Yeah. So the, it's in your pants right now. <laughs> the current iteration of Swamp Thing, he was a, a, um, not a biologist. What's the word for a plant biologist? He was a plant biologist. Was, indeed. <laughs> um, and he like spilled his formula all over him and he died, but he came back as the Swamp Thing. Um, that's kind of the short version, but he's progressed beyond that now where it's this body that's made out of plant material with the mind of a person but his power level has gotten to a point where <laughs> he is like i mean he speaks for every plant in the world and every plant that's ever existed and his whole purpose is to defend plant life and keep it in balance with animals and death so i think real quick yeah I think you need to start skewing this argument to make it not I'm, sound like ground Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. 
there's a, a, a an arc, a story arc called Rot World, where Swamp Thing and Animal Man team up. I know. Okay. You got to get over the you got to get over the DC names. Okay. They team up to defeat the Avatar of the Rot, which is like everything that's rotten or dead is like one aspect of the world. And Swamp Thing realizes that he has the power to destroy his body, enter the green, which is like the consciousness of all plant life and reappear anywhere in the world or talk to a tree in China to figure out what's going on down there. He's like, he speaks Mandarin. He speaks plant and the plants understand Mandarin. Wow. Look at that. So what's ground Aquaman? What's cool? No, no, no. I I didn't mean to give Brendan the fire, but what's cool? What's cool about Swamp Thing is like he's the coolest parts of a superhero and an eco terrorist and a deity all rolled together. Yeah, yeah, yes. (laughs) But again, (laughs) look, man, you wanted DC. I didn't know it was going to be a problem. <laughs> I think it's great because Hal Jordan is great. Uh, let me let me explain a couple things about Hal Jordan. Uh, we'll, we'll get off of the uh, the whole plant guy, uh, plant guy. thing. Uh, so Hal Jordan, what makes him very cool is he was the first Green Lantern from Earth. So traditionally, all Green Lanterns uh, were alien creatures uh, who had vast amounts of willpower and fearlessness, things like that. Is Sinestro a name in the Green Lantern universe? Yes, that was that was. Uh, Hal Jordan's actual like mentor, and then okay. he turned bad and became a yellow, like a yellow. Oh, lamp. that fucker! I know he's a he's a he's a fuck. Uh, but Hal Jordan, he was the first one, mainly because uh, whenever he found uh, Abin Sur, who was the guy who gave him the ring, uh, one Hal was the only one around. But Abin Sur found in him that he truly had no fear. He was a man of no fear because he was a test pilot. So the fact that he was. A- allowed to be one of the first uh, human beings as a Green Lantern is, is phenomenal and very cool. Uh, because as we know, humans think too much and we are <laughs> very much in our own heads about everything. Yes. Uh, as well as speaking of willpower. So like Vargas kind of alluded to, yes, color is a big deal uh, in the Green Lantern universe because there are many different rings of different colors and things like that. But they all run, especially the green color is willpower. And during Hal's adventures and his time as the Green Lantern and Parallax and Spectre and everything like that, it was found to be that he had uh, more willpower than anyone else in the universe. And this was demonstrated by uh, when he was able to forge a ring strictly out of his willpower. Um, because forging a ring is a whole thing for like Guardians of the Universe to like forge and do over time and through like the magical nature of the willpower and the craziness on these alien worlds and stuff like that. So for how to do that himself is just insane is phenomenal and crazy and very cool. I think I can't stress enough how cool how Jordan is. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting that. I'm getting the Luke cage vibe. You're trying to sell me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So as well as uh, probably the coolest thing about Hal Jordan, then I'll hand it off to plant boy over there is uh, how Jordan not only returned from the dead once, but twice. How? Uh, thank you so much for asking. <laughs> I'm sure you're prepared with that. When answer. he was possessed by Parallax, he, as we talked about, Parallax was this uh, intra- extra-dimensional force, basically. That Parallax is the 
the entity involved with the Yellow Lantern Corps, which yes. is fear. Fear. So he's like he was a god of fear. God of fear. So imagine that. So Hal Jordan. Why wouldn't they just name him God of Fear instead of Parallelogram Par- or Parallax. whatever? <laughs> so as Parallax, when he was uh, uh, possessed by Parallax, he did many crazy wild things, but through his willpower, he was able to sacrifice himself to reignite the sun and save humanity. He threw himself into the sun and reignited it to get rid of Parallax and sacrifice himself. That was the first time. I'll say this. That's the first cool thing either of you have said. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, As well as, uh, so so this thing I'm reading, uh, there was an arc where uh, Hal and Sinestra were were stuck in a black hand ring, and they're in a limbo close to death. Uh, Sinestro escaped uh, using Kyle uh, Rayner's help, who was the next Green Lantern. Uh, Hal had to get out a different way. So Hal jumps off a cliff, he kills himself, and he's maimed by the Black Ring. And then he leads an army of Black Lanterns against the, the creature that, that, uh, that put them into the ring. Hal is a badass. I, I love Hal Jordan. He's, he sounds all right. Okay. I, and then, you know, so yeah. You got any, uh, any secondary closing arguments over there? Yeah. So, <laughs> again, since, since Swamp Thing is the personification of plant life on Earth, he can. All right, there was this. There was a story. Explain it like you would to a child. <laughs> where Swamp Thing is fighting a, a bad guy called the Cedar, and he's he's it's a big tree. Nope, this is just a guy. It's, it's a, like it's Johnny a Little Tree. He's basically Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> right. Okay. He's he's throwing he's throwing plant life on Earth out of whack by like putting an oasis in the middle of a desert, and it's it's draining the green of all its power. So Swamp Thing goes and he's got to bring balance to the green. So he's fighting Cedar. And what is the green again? The Cedar is the, the hive mind of all plant life on earth. Now, what is the green? That's you just said the Cedar is the, no, that's the green. The C- Cedar is a bad guy. I know he's just you, a dude. Okay. So the green is the hive mind of yeah. all plant. Okay. And Cedar is draining that, that the energy from the green. So, <laughs> I've already lost this. <laughs> so, so it's Cedar. Cedar uses uses his powers to destroy Swamp Thing. He kills him. But since Swamp Thing is the green, he has the power of all the green. He grows himself back out of Cedar's face because Cedar has plant life on his face. That's pretty metal. <laughs> he can't. Swamp Thing, he can't be destroyed. Like yeah, Swamp Thing can't be destroyed. And Swamp Thing is awesome. But it's so hard to like, without giving you a stack of comic books to go, here's this whole arc that shows how badass and crazy Swamp Thing is. I think it's so, very hard to just portray like in a couple of like... Or like like in the Swamp Thing TV show that just happened, right? There's a company that's destroying this small town in Louisiana. And didn't you say it didn't even make it through the first season? Well, it got canceled, it got unfortunately, canceled, before yeah. the first season because there's a lot of craziness going on with uh, but, the DC... Yeah, but it was good, right? Service. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But in the show, there's a company that's destroying the swamp. They're poisoning the land. The rot's getting in. Swamp Thing uses his powers to, like, kill all of these people that are trying to destroy this swamp. Because, again, that's Swamp Thing's whole jam. He's trying to keep balance in the earth. He doesn't want to kill all people. Because even too many many plants would throw off the balance. That's exactly right. So, he's, again, he's the coolest parts of, like, a superhero and an eco-terrorist and all this kind of stuff. So you are saying eco-terrorism is cool? 
Sometimes. <laughs> Did you like that Dakota pipeline? Those people were eco-terrorists. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I was just trying to make you get yeah. all flustered and backpedal. No, uh, I'm leaning into it. So, so um, you guys, is DC uh, doesn't do as well as Marvel, huh? DC's lame as hell. Yeah, DC, <laughs> whenever you took out Batman, it was kind of like, hmm. Well, because whoever would have said that would have won. Ba- basically. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some cool, interesting superheroes, but like, Marvel, in my opinion, I would agree with Vargas, has far more interesting and cool and weird yeah, never mind. the wall superheroes. I, I switched my pick. I picked the Grim Knight. It's Batman, but he uses guns. <laughs> Ooh, Vargas wins. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got to go with, with Brendan and Hal Jordan here. Uh, just, I think, based solely on my comment at the beginning, I could, uh, I could see Hal Jordan wearing sunglasses at night. I don't think I could see Swamp, Swamp Thing doing Swamp that. Swamp Thing doesn't need sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, he, in fact, he would destroy the factory that makes the sunglasses because they <laughs> were built on an ancient Indian pottery class or something. Well, let's uh, let me say this. I I will do some kind of research, but I am happy to say that I regret asking this yeah. question. <laughs> yes, it was a very unBrian question. I was just trying which to. That was interesting. I was trying to turn on my biases, and you know what, guys? Sometimes you're biased against something, <laughs> and it's right. So, so there, there we have Vargas. What's next time? <laughs> I want to know who the worst DC <laughs> character is. I really do. Superman. <laughs> that, that'll probably win. <laughs> I, I want to hear you guys' arguments for the lamest DC character. And there's a lot of them out there. Again? We're doing DC again? Yeah. yeah because there's, <laughs> this is going to be way more fun. Superman is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't want, I want somebody with at least a little bit of lore. Right, so I don't want you know one-off Batman characters. Right, but I think this well, is Brennan's going to win three times in a row. No, it's not. Stop. <laughs> not going to. I don't even. I I I learned. I doubled my DC <laughs> knowledge today with yeah. two more we'll, characters. Just Google. We'll Google lame DC superheroes, yeah, yeah. and I guarantee it'll be like the top two hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of two hundred five. Yeah. <laughs> be, be careful because you're going to want to pick Crazy Quilt, but Crazy Quilt actually. <laughs> Yeah. Should have been on one of your guys' picks. <laughs> anyway, Brad Guy, how can you find us? Well, you can email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at debates on tap. You can find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. And uh, I would say late summer 2021, you could find us at a bar, probably. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows if that's actually ever going to happen? That, yeah, I'm convinced we'll never get back to a bar. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'll, I'll, just make, I'll just make this place sorry, my bar. Uh, what? Yes, make. Just yes. build it here. And remember, or, hey, go buy a house and and you can make well, that's, there. that that is the plan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you find us there, and also subscribe to us, and rate us, validate us somehow, and tell, tell friends about it. Tell me I'm good. Tell us we're good, and then that's all you got to do. Really, we don't ask much. Definitely, that's it. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>